This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Inbounder. Get it in. Fire. No good. The Spiders are dancing for the first time since 2011. It's a surprise run to the NCAA tournament for Richmond. They've won the Atlantic 10 Tournament Championship. The month of March is here. And Richmond is writing a Cinderella story. Welcome on in. BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday in what might be the best sports week of the year. We've got a ton going on, a ton to look forward to. March Madness is here. The bracket is set. Tournament will begin. Uh, legal tampering in the NFL begins at noon, though we all know that that means deals will be announced at noon because tampering begins before that. So we got a lot to talk about. Tom Brady is back. I don't know if any of us really thought he was actually gone, but he is back, unretired. Uh, baseball free agency underway. But Joe, we'll start with the bracket. It is unveiled. Uh, we'll we'll go through all the regions next couple of days and, and and today especially, mm-hmm. you know, kind of region by region, and our thoughts on it. But what was the initial thought last night watching the uh, the selection Sunday committee do their thing? It might be the best sports week. It's definitely the best sports month. Because if we look ahead over the next four weeks, on top of what you just mentioned, the NBA playoffs are going to start. We're going to have Major League Baseball's opening day. We're also going to have the Masters. Like, Don't go anywhere. You're going to want to be here for BetQL Daily every single day as we uh, take deep dives on all of those big sporting events and great betting sporting events. The big takeaway, well, I'll be uh, selfish. First off, Tennessee's a three. Really? What what it was, was, and I, I, some people mentioned that this was uh, spoken by members of the committee yesterday. I'm of the belief, <laughs> anytime I'm watching some of the coverage, as soon as the committee member comes on, I leave. I'm out. I'm out on CBS. I'm out on ESPN. Any, any of the coverage, any radio, any podcast that I consume, I don't really care what they have to say. I have my own opinions on, on what they did, and usually they're lying anyways. And they can't give a straight answer. And it's always, well, well, it's both. It's both when you when you ask an either or question, which, okay, fine. Uh, Tennessee is a three. Duke is a two really stands out when we look at the those two three lines, which, you know, our champion could come from. That That's how the season sets up. Even though there might be some chaos, two, three would not surprise me. But uh, yesterday didn't matter. If I'm a conference, do I want my championship game on Sunday? Because we've seen time and time again, the, the, whatever the results are on Sunday, they don't matter. 
And typically, your best teams are playing on that Sunday in the championship game. Don't you want to have them uh, with the opportunity to move up a line? I don't understand why it doesn't matter. They have all day to shift these things around and to come up with contingency plans. And I know they put the, the Big Ten game right up against it, but I mean, come on. Iowa a five and then Tennessee behind SEC teams. I mean, that the way they played, I, I thought that was pretty silly. That That's what really jumped out to me. Yeah, what jumped out to me is in the five championship games we saw on Sunday, all five went under. So we're seeing, you know, slower games, more defense as well. That did happen. Yeah, it was an under day yesterday. And and to, to rope back to, to what Joe said about, well, so, I mean, First of all, the South bracket is loaded. I mean, lo all my futures are sitting in the South bracket there. I'm like, holy. <laughs> a part of me is like, all right, well, if Arizona gets knocked out, I got two, three, four there. I feel pretty good about one of those teams getting to the uh, getting to a final four. But two, three, four. You got two, three, four in one region? Yeah. Oh, Villanova. I have Tennessee. Uh, I, have, I have Illinois. I, I know. On the same region. That's a bad beat. Um, so I agree with you, Joe. It's almost like the – didn't it feel like the bracket was done yesterday morning? Like for the committee, it was. They, they finished it and they just plotted in a 16 here or you know whatever play in yeah. there. But like that's it, they were done. It didn't matter what Tennessee did. It didn't really matter what Iowa did. Um, that is frustrating. How about I, Houston? I, yeah, it didn't matter. None of this mattered. Yesterday didn't matter. Five. The other thing is, I mean, we do this every year with some snubs, and I I know that maybe Ken Palm or some metrics will, will point you in a different direction. But really, Texas A&M doesn't make it after their run to the final of the SEC, Michigan at 17 wins, losing to Indiana the other day. Michigan at 17 wins is in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. I mean, come on. Maybe, maybe the Juwan Howard story is too good not to put on TV, but I just – I thought there were a couple of, of just weird spots there. I mean, that that was one of them. And Michigan not only in, they don't got to play in that rutgers Notre Dame level either. They're just in, that, clear. That bothered me. And, you, you know, I, I was wrong on that. We were sitting here on the air when they were going down to start the Big Ten tournament. Like, that's it. 17 yeah. wins? I guess they're out. Indiana took their spot. And Indiana's got the play in? Indiana has to deal with that? Nobody Come has on. less wins in the NCAA tournament than Michigan. And even that's Come the small on. schools, too. Nobody. I got has Michigan 80 to 1, so I'm not mad at it back in uh -oh. January. <laughs> what, what are they now? They better be a lot higher than that. The. <laughs> That is just a clear example of it's about the name on the front of the jersey. Right. That's all that is because they think they're going to bring in some people. I okay. feel like I do that with uh, Penny Hardaway, too, though, a little bit. No? But they are talented. They are yeah, really they got talented. some elite athletes. I agree. Well, I do wonder in this era if we should – you want to look at the entire resume, and I think that's your argument with Texas A&M. I was fine keeping them out because I saw them lose eight consecutive games in conference play. Yeah. So I was okay with that. However, you know, what the stock line by the committee always is entire resume, have to look at the whole season. We take it all into account. Should they lean much heavier on the second half of the season with younger teams, uh, transfer portal alive and well, takes teams a little bit to gel. Maybe we shouldn't be looking as much in these non-conference November, December matchups, but, but it should be more about how they do in conference play. And even though the committee doesn't care, maybe we should care more about the conference tournaments. We, I think we should. It's a good point. The last thing, and then we'll, uh, we'll move to a, a gigantic piece of news in the NFL here is I, I think the eight, nine line is strong. 
Now we'll see if they, any of them could actually knock off a one on the second, uh, you know, the, the first weekend of this tournament. But I, I just looked through it. Boise, Memphis, Seton Hall, mm-hmm. TCU, San Diego State, Creighton, and then Marquette and, uh, and North Carolina. There's some interesting teams that eight, nine, and we'll see what the matchups are and how it comes out. But I think there's some matchups there that we could look forward to in that second round, the second, uh, you know, the yeah. first weekend here. It's like, that won't be an easy run through for the number ones. So you're telling me we might have a one knocked out before the first weekend is up. Okay. I, uh, I one- could see a couple ones and I know we're going to get to it, but one, one, one that I'm very high on. I don't need to say the name. You guys probably already know, but oh my goodness, Gonzaga's path is tough in my opinion. And I know I'll get to it, but I'm worried. We have very 11s worried. that are favored over sixes. Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out, okay, so we've got 11s favorite over sixes in some of these situations. The 512, everybody's talked about. That's always been the case. Oh, okay, which 12s am I going to get over yeah. a five? Fine. The 413s, yes. they really set up these matchups like these are going to be the new 512s. Arkansas, Vermont, I like Arkansas, but that is no gimme there. Um, UCLA against Akron. Akron uh, wins uh, the conference title. That was annoying. That there, there was a lot going on in that one. A whole lot. I mean, a player got suspended for, for something really dumb over the weekend. We can get really into dumb. that later on. Uh, Illinois Chattanooga. Chad, if the mocks upset the Illini, that would not surprise me. Illinois goes down in the first round of the Big Ten tournament, and then the other four thirteen. Providence, South Dakota State. Providence is a two-point favorite as the four seed in the first round. Will they cover? Joe, <laughs> yeah. I have some research. In, so in the past three tournaments, we had two in 2018, one in 2019, and two last year. Five 13 seeds beating a four seed. Hmm. So I see half of them doing it. Wouldn't surprise me if we've got a couple this year. Not at all. Just outright upsets. It wouldn't either. Now, we, we could have an upset fill tournament here. So we're going to go region by region as the show goes on. And the week goes on. Get you set up for every matchup to bet on in the NCAA tournament first round this week. Um, all right. So I thought we'd spend the entire first segment, entire day on the NCAA tournament. Then late last night, Tom Brady's <laughs> like, yeah, the whole retirement thing. Now nah, I'm back. So Tom Brady is, is unretiring and he's coming back for the 2022 NFL season. Um, the initial first boost and change to the odds were significant. The Bucs, I believe, last time I looked them last week, 28-1, to 1, somewhere around there to win the Super Bowl, obviously without a quarterback. I've uh, now dropped down to plus 750. It changes the NFC. It changes the league. It changes free agency this week because you, you know players will try to flock to go play with Brady. You know, a guy like Gronk, if he's going to play, probably going to play with Brady and not go somewhere else. So there's a lot there. But, Aaron, Tom Brady's retirement lasted just about two months. We all knew it. We've been talking about it. Our guests have been telling us, why didn't I just take the bucks? I meant to do it. I didn't think he was going to make the announcement this soon. And I'm an idiot. I should have at least put a future on the bucks. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, It's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Dude, Tom, like the brackets are being revealed. I We're know. hunting for numbers. Nobody's looking at these NFL numbers. We're like, just give us these few days. We need time. We're doing research. Everybody in the country is. People are filling out the brackets, survivor pools, whatever. And here's TB12. My time. That happened twice. It happened with the announcement of the retirement. And then we had, I forgot what it was. It Rogers stuff that happened right afterwards? Because it's Rogers every week. Yep. There, there was some other NFL news. Com- Brady's retirement completely forgotten about. And so then he comes in and he tries to trump March Madness. Everything he does is by design. So do you think that was planned out Sunday night? I'm going to do it right after the brackets are revealed. And then, because everybody's paying attention, to it the was sport. during all the coverage too. Like right. you see, you well, see the graphic up. Let me like, tell you. Oh my goodness! Hey, I, I got I got a gripe with CBS Sports Network. I mean, I know this is the, the past couple of weeks is the only time we actually watch this network for the most part. A lot of time you can watch some maybe some Mountain West basketball late night, but it, this is the time. Okay, uh, they're finished on CBS. You can hang around for sixty minutes, or you can go to ESPN or CBS Sports Network. I'm like, oh, I, I, I like Rothstein. Does a good job for Odyssey. I, I'm going to check out what what they have to say. The reaction on the brackets. Bull riding is going into overtime. Bull riding. They, they stuck with it instead of going to their three hour mega breakdown, whatever they call the show. They stuck with bull riding instead of going to studio. You know, with Clark Kellogg, Seth Davis, and everybody. PBR, I think it's called. <laughs> whatever. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I was so pissed. <laughs> Um, okay, so Bucks moved to set plus 750. Are we yeah. positive this is the end of the Brady drama? I'm not. I watched uh, Scott Pioli last night on NFL Network, and it was, what, what it was way? cryptic the way he was speaking. So he's like, yeah, I know there was some tension there at the end uh, with the Bucks, and there was some talk of maybe a trade. Mm-hmm. And then now this is what Tom Brady has to say, but he was basically saying, I'm paraphrasing that he, this is the way the announcement has to happen, but he was hinting that maybe Brady is back, but he's going to tell the Bucks he doesn't want to play for them at some point. Well, Aaron, this is why we didn't bet on it. Yes. yes. We all knew he was baby. coming back. We all knew he was coming back, but we didn't know which team. And that's why I didn't bet on the Bucks because I did think he's going to play this season. I just never thought it was going to be Tampa Bay. And when you right. kind of read the tea leaves, Maybe there's something going on with Arians as well, and you have players leaving, and yeah. now he makes his return at this stage. Arians was taking shots, like multiple shots at him, mm-hmm. you know, in the last month. So I was surprised for him to say that, but I'm hoping it is the Niners or some. Did the some San Francisco team. number go up because they brought down the Bucks so much? That means you have to raise some of the other numbers in the NFC. They went to 13. Um, not, I'm not sure it was, it's that much different. Um, Packers 750, 
for the Super Bowl. Rams 12 to 1, Niners 13 to 1. Now, it is possible over the last two months that he tried to orchestrate his way to San Francisco and they just told him no. And then he decided, all right, I guess I'll play for the Bucks first, just not play at all. I mean, we don't, this could have been going on behind the scenes. We don't know. But we don't, but Brady has not said, I'm playing for the Bucks, right? He just said he's coming back. He said, I'm back with the Bucks. Back yeah. with, right. But yesterday oh, he said. Okay. And that, so Pioli's thing he was he Bucks. has to say it this way now. But and we'll also, see. I think it was Lombardi who said something about his contract. I mean, I know it can be broken, though, but he can probably force a trade if he really wants to. Well, uh, the big betting story over the weekend involving this number. So I, apparently South Point in Las Vegas had the best Super Bowl odds on the Bucks, And uh, there was a big bet on Tampa Bay to win the Super Bowl at 50 to one. So they built up this liability. So then they bring it down to 30. Same better comes back later in the day, hits it at 30 and they go down to 25. Then they go down to 15 after more bets. They're all the way down to uh, believe four to one. Yeah. He moved uh, Chris Andrews at South foot with the odds all the way down to plus 400. Imagine so, sitting on Tom Brady. That better, that better had information. Of course he did. Yeah. The, the fact that he hit it multiple times. Like, and that, I mean, who's hitting, who's hitting Blaine Gabbert multiple times when this room fell, right? Like, no. you know something. You feel like you know something. What? We, Why are the Bucks 50? I know it's easy to say now, but come on. 50? Yeah, Plus, if, if it wasn't Brady, weren't they going to get someone? Whether it be a Garoppolo, whether it be a Watson, like they were going to get someone. They were going to the season with Gabbard and Trask. And the NFC sucks. Right. And that division stinks. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksford, it's BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. We'll start diving into the regions in this NCAA bracket. We'll go with the East next right here on the BetQL Network.